Happiness is an inside job. At Happy Healthy You, Connie Bowman helps us find our way with inspiring conversations and healthy ideas for living a whole life in mind, body, and spirit. Happy Healthy You, and now here's Connie. It's 2016. I'm Connie Bowman, host of the weekly podcast, Happy Healthy You. And if this is the first time you're listening, God bless you for coming. (laughs) Happy Healthy You is all about living a whole life in body, mind, and spirit. And I've been producing these podcasts for gosh, coming up on three years now. And it's just a labor of love for me. I'm an actress and a voiceover talent and a host. And so it was kind of a natural extension of my gifts. And with my interest in health and wellness and spirituality, I I started doing these podcasts, not really knowing where they were going, just following my daggone bliss. And it's taken me in so many interesting places, and not the least of which is my new friendship with the awesome, awesome, awesome Julie Riesler, empowerment strategist that she is. She is an empowerment strategist. She's a nutrition expert. She's a personal trainer. She personally has so many gifts, and she's a wonderful friend, and I'm so happy and feeling empowered to to have her here. Hi, Julie. Happy New Year. Hi. Happy New Year. Wow. Thank you for that intro. That was, oh, I love you. having you on the podcast and I know our listeners do as well. And if this is yeah. a first time, you are in for such a treat. So we have a, we have a podcast today about goal setting because I am a wishy-washy <laughs> goal setter. I, I'm a I I just am going to admit that, Julie. I am wishy-washy about my goals. Every year on New Year's, I think, what is my resolution? And I'm like, it's hard for me to come up with them. Is that, am I abnormal? You are so (laughs) on the human bus. You are so part of the human race. I think that so many of us are completely at a loss for exactly what our resolution or goal should be. No, I think you're oh, thank completely you for normal. Even very, if very you're normal. lying, thank you for saying no, that. No, very normal. Completely get it. So yeah, I think it's just, it's hard for me. I, I have a good life, um, it, but it's hard for me to just hone in on specific things. And I and I know that that's so important. So we're going to talk about that in another podcast and sort of and really get, get really down and dirty about how to... Uh, formulate these goals and make them stick. But for this podcast, I really want to talk about these five Fs. I'm calling my resolution, so you'll be proud of me. I've come (laughs) up with my resolutions loosely. I I put them in quotes. And they're the F words. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that oh, I won't I forget them. So nice. here are my five F resolutions, and and maybe you can talk to me and help me Absolutely. even hone in uh, deeper. So the first one is fun. I just freaking another F word. Want to have more fun in life? So fun is my first one. Great. The second one is finance. I just want to be um, clear about my finances and uh, how I'm making my money and what I'm. Uh, the time that I'm putting into different things, such as this podcast, and make sure that my overall financial financial picture is set. Um, the third one is similar to most everyone's fitness, um, keeping up with my fitness bo- goals, and also keeping uh, them um, exciting and new and fresh uh, fitness. So maybe we can talk about that a little bit. And then, of course, the biggie, food. 
Uh, it's we're coming off the holidays. Uh, many of us have had a little too much to eat and too much to drink, and I'm no exception. I mean, I did pretty well, but then toward the end, I'm like, eh, what the hey? There's only a few more days. <laughs> January think, 1st. Yeah, January 1st is coming. So, um, yeah, food. And then finally, focus. And for me, focus means, um, well, honing in on these goals, but also a meditation practice and regular practices that help me focus and be clear. And as we always talk about intentional about my life. So those are my five F words. How do you, what do you think? I love it. First of all, I love the F word use. Um, <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> it's a little irreverent, but whatever. It's awesome. No, it's great to, it's a great one to remember. And I love how you categorized it. You know, I think, um, Look, as human beings, we're looking for ways to have more fun and connection with ourselves and with others in the world. And so starting out with fun, who does not want more fun? And what are we here for if we're not having some fun? So true. So true. I feel like life gets so serious. and Totally. Yeah. So maybe we'll start there. Let's just talk about fun. Like how can I bring... See, this is where my... Okay. I know I want more fun. So this is where I start stumbling a yeah. bit. So maybe you can help me yeah. miss empowerment. Help me hone in on my ways to have more fun. So so what do I do? How do I how do I bring more fun into my life? You know, <laughs> I think that I'm like laughing thinking about it. It's fun. It's fun to talk about fun. Oh. I think this is such a great question that many of us, especially I'm, I'm assuming most of us listening are adults, mm -hmm. you know, if I asked you this when you were eight, I'm guessing you would have said, I know how to have fun. I like to dance or I like to draw or I like to ride my bike up a dirt path or, mm. right? Like if I talked to you at that age or maybe even 12, you would have had no problem answering that question. Mm, yeah. Or yeah, you're right. You might have said, you know, I like to have my make-believe friends sit with me and have tea or whatever you would say. I like to put on plays. I like to sing. I like to, yeah, yeah play records in my room and harmonize with them. Those, I oh. could totally see it. I would have ah, still been friends with you because I, I love that. that. Yeah. So the first thing to do, I'm using a lot of F words here. First thing is to go back and see what gave you, what was joyful, what was fun when you were younger. Oftentimes that's a key to what really gets you excited and what makes you feel childlike mm -hmm. and allows you to unlock your creativity. There's a lot of research out there when we actually unplug and really entertain our gifts and have fun and, and are creative, it allows us to be more productive in our life. And it begets more fun. Creativity, like that podcast that we did a few months back when we went to the creativity uh, workshop with Julia Cameron. Oh my gosh. She's awesome. Didn't she yeah. just ignite some sparks of fun and totally. creativity? Yeah, yeah. Whether it's wearing a hot pink bra or <laughs> what did she have? She had some crazy ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. And she actually had, gave us some exercises, right? Didn't she have us list yeah. like 25 things just off the top of our head that exactly. really light, light our fire and... Yeah, that that's a really good idea. Okay, so I can so come up with some some of these ideas, and then how do I actually bring them into my life? Say, as a child, yeah. I like to yep. to harmonize in my room. Does that mean maybe I go to a karaoke bar every once in a while? Or... Exactly. Okay. Like maybe it was just gonna say I could totally picture you. <laughs> Like hamming it up. I haven't karaoke in a while, so yeah. We're going to karaoke next week. Oh my God. If you want to catch us, we'll be at, uh, <laughs> that would be, that would be fun. 
the way to to really tap into that childlike fun, obviously, some of the things you like to do as a child may may change a little bit as you become an adult. Um, if you love to make mud pies, maybe you really want to make more pies in the kitchen. Maybe it's something about cooking or creating. Um, if, I used to love to draw for hours. Sometimes mm. for me, taking something and just drawing the object um, or doodling or Zentango or getting a adult coloring book or mm-hmm. for you, um, and I so want to join you in the karaoke bar, maybe <laughs> you go do karaoke or you go to your community college listing and see if there's maybe a choir to join or your local church or place of you know service or worship. There's maybe a group to start singing with. So like there's millions of ideas. Oh, there's so many good ideas. Yeah. I'm kind of fired up just talking to you. So maybe it's... Uh, getting together with one of your friends or your, yeah. your favorite empowerment coach, Julie Riesler, empowerment, <laughs> uh, and coming up and brainstorming these ideas. So can we do the same thing with our finances? I mean, what, how do we sort of set goals around the finances? Um, where do we start where that comes Well, in? so I think that that is a fabulous question, and it's something for all of us to consider that you know, before you map out where you want to go, how you want to grow financially, you really got to look at where you are. And this Mm. to me is sort of the, you know, the inventory place. You got to look and see, okay, where are you? You know, is, is there debt? Are there credit card bills to pay? Maybe that's all paid off. Where are your savings? How are you doing with your budget? Do you have a budget? Do you have something you're following? Maybe you don't need a budget. Maybe it would be helpful to have some sort of guidelines. So kind of looking at your financial health, where are you now and where would you like to be three, three months in six months in nine months in a year? Um, super important to have a idea where you want to go and you've got to know where you're starting. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting from negative, <laughs> you know, a little bit of debt after Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot yeah. of people, absolutely. The thing to notice with financial well-being is that it's very similar to me as what I would call, and I've heard been called the Starbucks effect, that coffee effect. That you know, you, you go every day and you buy a tea or coffee for two thirty-nine or for three thirty-one, and at the end of the month, all of a sudden, you look and say, "How did I spend two hundred dollars?" So at, at Starbucks or wherever. And the point is that this is a this is a it's a mind shift with your finances. If you are in debt, what it means is that you're gonna need to cut back a little bit in some sort of area and get really regimented with your spending. So it might mean, you know, holding off an instant gratification item for something down the road because you're trying to save. Mm -hmm. So if you have a little bit of, of debt from the holidays, totally, a lot of people have that and that's, that's okay. What it means is pulling back a little bit so that you can get to where you want to go. Because if you keep spending, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, those, we'll get to this with food, you keep eating more than you need, you're going to have excess. And so, um, unlike excess weight, you don't get excess money when you, when you spend more. Right. So it's being mindful, it's being careful and it's being in control, making that choice, understanding you have a choice to spend or not to spend. And maybe that coffee, maybe that extra lunch better be, you know, it's better to wait to have that. Yeah. And all of these F words, I love the F words. All of these F words are actually connected. So if you're taking, if you're going back to fun and you're thinking about your finances, 
fun does not necessarily have to cost anything, exactly. you know, so getting together with a friend and, and another effort singing, <laughs> singing, harmonizing, doing whatever lights your fire does not have to cost a lot of money. So absolutely so we can keep that in mind as we do this. Okay. So finance, maybe we, um, we have the goal of saving $10 a week, simply putting $10 a week. I love when I was a kid, I loved putting away babysitting money or whatever. I mean, yes. that was fun for me too. Yes. So, watch so it grow. watching it grow. Yeah. yeah. Just so maybe just creating some goals around that. Do you have anything to say about that? The other thing I would add, I love the idea of creating, whether it's tithing or deciding you're going to take out a certain percentage every week or a month to save. I would also encourage you to think about taking a certain percentage amount to give mm. so that, you know, it becomes part of your practice mm-hmm. um, that you're, as you're bringing in, you're giving also. So you're sharing. The principle of keeping totally. the flow, the abundance. 100%. Yeah. And to start looking for what, what actually, so to tie in fun, um, I know there's an organization I'm really interested in. Um, a friend of mine started this, this company called Brighter Bites, and it helps inner city children and children that don't have access to healthy foods. It links up with supermarkets that have surplus of healthy foods. And so that's an organization I want to support. Mm, so I love that idea. it yeah. would be fun, you know, to be involved with something like that. So finding what is fun for you and then connecting how you can give back. Yeah. Yeah. There's I love link. that. That's a great idea. Yeah. I didn't think about us talking about finances that we would actually talk about giving, but yeah, it's a really important spiritual practice to give as well as receive. Okay. Let's move on to fitness. Everybody has a fitness goal (laughs) in 2016, I'm sure. I mean, if you don't, good for you, but I have, (laughs) I always have to have a fitness goal. And I think goals for me keep, um, cause I know I want to be physically fit. I want to feel well. Um, they keep me on track by having, you know, say a race to run in a few months. And, but I've been doing kind of the same thing for a long time. And I think I need to jazz it up a little bit. And you're a physical trainer as well. So, um, I'm actually thinking about a bar class. Oh, bar's fun. What do you think? Bar's fun. Yeah. I think it's awesome. We can talk more about it. I love bar. Okay, good. So talk about fitness and keeping the fitness, another F word, the fitness goals fresh. I love it. So many Fs going. So many F words. I love these F words. Um, So here's what I would say about fitness. Two things that come to mind. Number one, again, going back to fun, I think it's really important wherever you are, even if it's like I have not, some people might be saying, I have not, you know, touched a gym or exercise or moved in the last year. That's Mm -hmm. okay. It really, wherever you are is absolutely fine. Another F word. Mm -hmm. It's about starting. So the, the most important thing to make it stick and be interesting is to figure out what is fun. What do you like to do? I used to dance growing up. I did recitals. I planned um, my own dances. And so for me, any kind of dancing is fun. Now, I don't have to do you know go to a gym to do that. I can put on 80s and rock it out by myself, which mm-hmm. I do often in my bedroom. Um, hopefully no one has ever seen that. Yeah. So that's fun and it's also fitness and it's, and it's frugal. And it's frugal. <laughs> and it's the financial frugal and piece. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. So yes, hampered. Yes. So, you know, what what you were saying about bar, maybe you are an avid, you know, gym member and you go often and you're you're just sick of spinning or you're you love yoga, but you want to add something else, or you're ready to step it off the stairmaster, whatever you feel like you need more of, um, tap in to ask yourself what would be fun and what would be something that might be a little bit of a, a challenge, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um 
so for example, bar, which is a wonderful workout, it's a full body, you know, workout that focuses a lot on agility, on balance, on um, flexibility, on using your whole body, using your bare feet. I mean, it's anything with bare barefoot style workout is excellent because it works on, um, you know, building your feet and your ankles and your legs, um, as well as your balance and, and, and strength, you know, that could be for you. There might be someone out there who has some joint pain and maybe it's getting into the pool and start swimming. So find something that you're going to enjoy and that's fun. Mm, okay. The other, the only other question I would say, um, to add is something that I found that really works for people is where to picture yourself, let's say 10 years, 20 years down the road, how do you want to feel in your body? Mm. How do you want to be able to move? Maybe, maybe you're right now in your twenties and it's not looking like you're going to have grand, grandchildren any soon, anytime soon. So for you, it may not be, oh, I want to be able to pick up my grandchildren and, and move with them. Mm-hmm. And for some of you, you do have grandchildren and, and that would be that, that goal of being um, vital and being able to move well. So to do that, you're going to have to move now. Mm, yeah, really good point. And I love how you tied in the fun <laughs> and the finances. Yes. So so it's all connected. So from fitness, let's move into food because food is so much fun. <laughs> love food. food is is fun. And there's I have been on a pretty good eating track for the last few years. I'm I'm vegetarian. I started on the vegan thing, but that just didn't work completely. So I kind of went back and now I'm vegetarian, definitely. So I, I know I eat well, I could probably incorporate a few more fruits and vegetables that I haven't tried into my diet, but what are some ways to um, step up my game as far as food is concerned? And for those who maybe are not um, in, in as healthy a place, um, maybe you can get us started, give us some motivation. So, uh, who does not like food? I wish everyone could raise their hand and I could count the hands. I would think everyone listening would raise their hand. So good. We are primed to enjoy food from day one. I mean, we, we all, food is crucial. The thing that I think is really, really important about food, um, this has been a mind shift for me is to really think about, you know, our bodies, which are supporting us day in and day out. I mean, you think about your different organs and your vessels and your muscles. I mean, to really think about the house that we live in, our body, you know, it needs really good nutrients to, to perform at optimal level. And the way to do that, I mean, it's just tried and true, is really eating from the earth. Mm-hmm. So um, that doesn't have to be boring or diet-like or um, restrictive. What I mean is that there is so much, you know, so many vegetables, root vegetables and fruit, all kinds of fruits um, that I say just to begin even in that place, playing around with recipes, there's so much that you can do. I just made a turnip carrot um chive satay. It was incredible. Mm. You know, and I added lemongrass and I mean, you can, it was delicious Mm -hmm. and it was filling. So really honoring your body, um, adding that love, making it fun by cooking it, you know, really taking advantage of what comes naturally that does not have a barcode, like Mm -hmm. the fruits and vegetables. Michael Pollan, who is a very well-known author and, um, nutrition expert, he has, I hope I get this quote right. His whole, um, way of summing up what to eat is, eat plants, let's say eat food, mostly plants. I, I think I didn't get it right. Mm-hmm. Eat whole foods, right. mostly plants. Mostly plants. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Not too much. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. too much. 
I interviewed uh, Michael Greger on the podcast. He oh. was the author of How Not to Die, which I think is so funny. He's, awesome. he's, it's all very tongue-in-cheek, and he's just an irreverent medical doctor who, who's into lifestyle medicine, which is all about yes. you, you love this, this stuff, I know. And he talked a lot about, in his book, um, choosing, say, if you're going to choose a plant food, I mean, there, there are hierarchies of what's better for you. And he, he said, actually, for Christmas one year, he gave purple sweet potatoes to everybody because oh, wow. uh, compared to a regular potato, which is okay, yeah. a purple sweet potato is like the king of yeah. sweet potatoes as far as nutrients go. So, it's like Armani. Yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> said, you know, there's some research now that coffee is not as bad for us as, as it's been made out to be. But he says, you know, why drink coffee when you can drink green tea? So yeah. take those foods and and ratchet it up. So like elevate them. Elevate them so that... Yeah, I love you're it. really eating the best, getting the most bang for your buck. Totally. That's kind of where I want to be. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, okay, it's eat food, not too much, mostly plants. That's what it was. Yeah. Eat All right. food, not too, too much, much, mostly plants. plants. It's like a haiku or something. It's no, like yeah. a haiku. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing about, the other thing I want to say about food is that, you know, it can become um, sticky. It can become a sticky issue when it's a really easy way, if you have a lot going on, to turn to food. You know, we know that sugar gives, you know, a spike in um, your endorphins and you might feel better for a short period of time. So I'm not saying, you know, not to have any sugar. Um, for some people, it doesn't work or doesn't work as well. However, the idea is if you're going to have a variety of foods, you know, for many people, eating a little sugar is 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 part of their healthy diet or eating um, whole grains or eating dairy. Some eat dairy. I don't eat dairy. Some do though. Mm -hmm. So finding what's best for your body. And then if you kind of feel like you eat too much or you eat something that doesn't feel as good for your body, you know, it's not about beating yourself up. It's not mm -hmm. about, that's going to keep you in that cycle of feeling restrictive. Mm -hmm. So it's about breaking out of that and really infusing, I would say, fun and self-love and, and finding ways to eat that are going to, you know, in ways that are going to really honor your body. Mm, okay. Yeah. And I don't, I like the idea of, of what you're saying because the, the idea of setting a goal around food is kind of keeping it loose, but having some basic parameters like eating more plant-based foods, which by the way, yes. um, is tied into the finances because plant-based foods, that's a, it's a healthier way of eating, but it's also a financially, it's, it's much cheaper to eat plant-based foods yes. than it is to, um, uh, buy your your steaks and your you know you can leave those for special occasions but exactly yeah, so ties into there so great good I'm motivated to to eat some more and better foods and less and less <laughs> after yes. the holidays yes we don't yes. need as much as we think we, we do we totally no. don't you know when I was Kinda at sad. Yogaville <laughs> I was at Yogaville down doing a yoga workshop a few months back and we had oatmeal every single morning oatmeal I mean there's probably not a, a cheaper food out there yeah and, and every single morning I mean they had different kinds steel cut they had um every once in a while there'd be uh what is like the millet. green yeah yeah different greens and, and stuff but Every morning I would have it. I'm sure my cholesterol numbers went down like crazy, but I was so full and totally. and it's such a healthy, um, yeah, oatmeal healthy, is phenomenal easy, for you. Easy. And so I need to incorporate that because I haven't had any since I got back. So Connie's like, to back to oatmeal back tomorrow to oatmeal. morning. <laughs> yes. Yes. How do I make that an F word? Oatmeal. I don't know. I'll have to work Fabulous out. Fabulous oatmeal. Fabulous oatmeal. And then the final the final uh, goal for the year, the final F word would be focus, which is so important for me because I am 
as you are a creative person, yeah. um, I need to rein in that creativity. And that's the reason why I had such a hard time coming up with these five. So give me some tips and anybody out there who may also have the challenge of focus, give us some ideas for bringing that into our lives in a healthy and happy way. I think that is such an important one. Um, it's one that I am, I won't say struggle because that's not the word I want to use, but mm -hmm. I would say I um, am taking this on big time is focusing more. And by focus like you, what I mean is really developing that internal connection with myself. So um, means going inward. It means breathing. It means setting aside time so that you can actually get quiet enough to hear yourself think and to hear new ideas that are coming up and to actually breathe and connect that that yourself, your higher self with, you know, the self that's out there. Oftentimes we're running around um, doing things we're not really processing or taking time to reflect. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by sitting still, by meditating, by breathing, all of that can create more focus. Mm -hmm. um, the other piece with focus is that for me, I know it's important to plan time to focus. Mm -hmm. So that's a big Huge. one. Like yeah. I get through my morning and I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> like, what, how, how did I get here? Like how, you know, we get on autopilot really yeah. quickly. So something I've been playing with is, you know, even 30 minutes in the morning, set your timer 15 minutes, early mm. 30 minutes, sit down and maybe you plan for the day. Maybe you meditate or breathe for five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, um, set your intention for the day. Um, you know, really picture how you want the day to go. Maybe you have an accountability friend that you talk to and connect with about your goals. You've talked to, about that before on the podcast. I love that idea. Yes. That kind of and if you're a mom, a young mom of, um, of young children, a yes. mom of young children, yes. it is possible to do it. I had Serena Dyer, daughter of Wayne Dyer on the podcast a while oh. back, and she talked about how her mom, when the kids were little, and they had like eight kids or something, it was crazy, oh and running around the house and pretty close together. And she said her mom had a sign that she put up in her, outside the door of her room, at mom's meditating, shh. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I know. And the kids learned, not only did they learn that their mom deserves some downtime of her own. Own, but they also learned that it's a good thing to meditate and she awesome. modeled that for them. So I love that. So yeah, so it, it is possible. I didn't do it when my children were little. I wish I had. Well, I'm just chuckling because yesterday morning my kids were, were, you know, having a typical fight and I actually was upstairs meditating and <laughs> in between they're yelling at me to help, you know, figure out the fight. And usually I say, you guys figure it out yourself. I'm not going to get involved. Yeah. So I said, I'm like, Mommy is meditating. You need to figure it out yourself. Went down, shut my door. So that was not very mindfully done. However, they were quieter afterwards. And then my son said, Mommy, why do you meditate? I'm like, oh, someday you'll... He comes and sits on my lap often when I do it. Oh, that's so good. he'll get it at some point. Well, we talk about it a lot, but you know, it doesn't mean you do it perfectly. It's just the right. idea that you're putting that, that effort energy to add more focus, whatever that looks like yes. for you. And we talked about that in our, our podcast, our video that we did about... Um, meditation. Oh, how, yes. Yeah. The breath is free. The breath also. is free. It's always in. with you. Yes. Use it. Yes. You said it's that. powerful. So powerful. Oh my yeah. gosh. Life-changing. So, so incorporating that time to um, really generate more focus in our lives will, will reap so many benefits on, uh, it, it will allow us to have more fun. It will 
allow our finances because it is free. <laughs> no, but we can we can focus in on on what's important. Totally, and, and we can have that focus to choose wisely when it comes to our spending yes. and our saving. Um, that space between the thoughts is also important in our eating yes. because we yes. often make choices. Um, not so mindfully. Not consciously, yeah. 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 Oh, and, yeah. And you're the expert in mindful eating. Oh, goodness. And um, yeah, <laughs> so you. focus is important on all of these levels and really ties everything together. So I'm glad we brought totally. that. Brought, brought it all to a big, giant F. F word. F party. Party. <laughs> <laughs> the five F word party. Oh, thank you so it's much. Freaking Julie fun Reiser. to talk to you. Freaking awesome. <laughs> thank you for this fabulous and fantastic uh entree into 2016. <laughs> I'm looking forward to spending more time with you because that's fun for me. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> yeah, and Super for, fun. For more information yes. about Julie Riesler and all of your escapades, where can we find <laughs> more about you? Yes. For more fun and focus, <laughs> you can find me at julieriesler.com. And that's Julie, R-E-I, like the store, S-L-E-R.com. Awesome. Thank you, Julie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. A Journey of Hope, Healing, and Waking Up is a small but powerful book about healing from one of life's greatest tragedies, the loss of a child. It's about love and sadness and being human. The nine lessons in Back to Happy are intended to be food for a broken but awakening soul. Healing from grief and loss is possible. Finding joy again is possible. Back to Happy, in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook at Amazon.com. For more information, visit backtohappybook.com.